Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Hello and welcome. Thank you for being here. You are listening to Episode 9 of Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton. And it's Friday, and I'm going to present every Friday on the 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th a little mini challenge. Don't worry, they're not too difficult. And if you don't want to do them, you don't have to. So take it with a grain of salt. But this week's challenge is finding, developing, creating some self-soothing practices. What am I talking about? Exactly. Self-soothing practice. These are things that you do as an adult to so- soothe your nervous system and calm you down. Um, I like to twirl my hair. I also like to put on lip balm. I am one of those people who, you know, will put it on and like rub my lips together and kind of smack. That might be annoying to others, but I tra- take comfort in it. I also like to, this sounds a little, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, but you know, I kind of like to tickle, touch my, my hand or my palms lightly with my, the tips of my fingers or my fingernails, usually kind of on my palms or on the inside of my wrists. I find that touch to be very just soothing and because it's a little bit tickly, like 
makes me, I just like it. Okay, I'm not going to go on about that. Um, the other thing I like to do is I have a fidget. Here it is. It's a plastic kind of snake interlocking segments. And if I move it around, it makes these like satisfying click sounds. I'll stop that now for those who find that irritating. And when I'm bored or just bothered, I can pick up this fidget toy and, you know, get a bit of satisfaction by manipulating it in my hands and um, something about the clicking sound and the way it feels in my hand as these pieces click and move is just satisfying. Um, some other things that I do to soothe, soothe myself is I have a, um, an eye... It's not a mask. It's like an eye bag pillow filled with a little bit of rice and lavender and it's silk. And I like to lay down with it on my eyes because the weight feels like a little bit good. And then the smell of the lavender definitely feels really good. And the point with these self-soothing practices is that... If you can find, you're probably already doing some self-soothing stuff already. You maybe just haven't identified it. So if you can figure out where in your life, what are you doing when you're bothered, when you're bored, when you're upset, what do you like to do to calm yourself and soothe yourself? Other things I like to do are... Get a cup of coffee or tea and like hold the mug and like kind of put my face over the hot steaminess of it. I also like to take hot baths. I find that completely relaxing and soothing. Um, I like to run my fingers through my hair and kind of also tickle scratch my scalp. Um, I also like to gaze out my window with for no particular anything. I'm not watching anything. I'm not thinking any thoughts. I just kind of zone out, look out my window and just let it be. Let my eyes wander in the outside world. Um, and these are things I do to calm myself when life is throwing me curveballs and I don't know what to do and I'm feeling agitated and pissed off and frustrated and um, wound up and out of sorts, dysregulated. I turn to my self-soothing stuff to calm me down. Another thing I have that I love is a rock that fits really good in my hand. It's polished and smooth. And so like 
I can rub it in between my thumb and fingers. It also feels really good when I hold it in the palm of my hand. I like how it sits in a pocket of my, the front pocket of my jeans, like just feels good. And when I get worried or bothered, you know, I can pull it out of my pocket. I can keep my hand in my pocket. I can kind of you know, people used to call these worry rocks, and I don't like that name. I, I don't want things in my life that induce worry. No, thank you. So instead, I've kind of renamed it a self-soothing stone. So um, I have a soothing stone that I, you know, if I know that I'm going to have a difficult day or I'm going to court, I totally puck it tuck it into my pocket, tuck it into my purse. And, you know, it's something as proceedings are going on around me, I can hold on to it in my lap. And it, no one knows, it doesn't look weird or odd. And I can, there in the courtroom, be engaged in an activity with an object that I find soothing. Other people I know will use like a fidget ring because you can spin it on your finger and, you know, it gives you something to do. It's distracting and you're still present there in the courtroom, but, you know, it feels good. These little fidget devices feel great. Um, maybe you need a rubber grip ball. You know, you like the feeling of... um just vice gripping onto something and exerting that kind of force. Maybe, maybe that's your jam. Um, some people like to blow bubbles because blowing bubbles forces you to slow down and exhale really long. But if you ask these people, like, well, why don't you just breathe in a way that your exhale's really long, they're like, eh, I'm not interested in that. That's not fun for me. But if you add bubbles in, they're accomplishing the same thing, which is breathing with a long exhale. But doing it with bubbles is just more soothing. So, your challenge is to... Look around in your life. Pay attention. What are three things that you're probably already doing doing that could be considered self-soothing practices? Yeah. I think you probably have one or two that you're already doing and then maybe need to find one more. It's nice to have a variety so that when you're super ticked off and irritated, you can layer them one on top of the other to get yourself back to a calm and soothed state. And why is that important, being calm and soothed? All of your best thinking, all your frontal cortex, high-level Logical, super engaged thinking happens when you're calm and soothed. Yes, that is right. 
Your best thinking is going to happen from a state of relaxed calm and centeredness. And having things that you can do consciously, purposefully to soothe yourself, to get yourself back into that calm state is very important. It's going to serve you well. So that if you're pissed off, you're like, hey, if I do these one, two, three things, I'm likely to be really super soothed at the end and calm. And if I did those three things and it didn't work, rinse, repeat, do them again over and over. Maybe you need four or five things you can do. Keep doing it. Calm yourself. Soothe yourself until you feel relaxed. And then, and only then, should you work at solving the problem and acting from that place. We do not want to get dysregulated, pissed off, super sad, and make decisions in our life from that place. Those may not be the decisions that you want to commit to for the next, you know, weeks, months, and years ahead. The moves that we need to make in our lives to get our children back closer to us in relationship with us need to be made from a calm and centered state. So that's why, that's why I have self-soothing practices. That's what they can do for you. That's what they offer you. So again, your challenge this weekend is to identify, notice three things that you like to do that brings you into a state of calm a state of relax that soothes you as a person. And what's right for you may not be right for me, may not be right for the next person, but that doesn't matter so long as it works for you. It's your brain, it's your nervous system that we're trying to calm so that when you're calm, it's your problems that you're going to solve because you know best from a calm state. So... Get soothed. Get to know what soothes you. Remember those things and um, and use them. Use them frequently and stay in a calm, soothed state. That's the goal. That's the goal. I want to invite everyone who's listening now to join me and my Facebook group. And I'm providing the link to that in the show notes, along with the holiday prep checklist. If you haven't downloaded that yet, please do, because we are coming up on in two days on our two week out preparations for Christmas. That's right. Christmas is going to be in two weeks, two days. T minus time. It's hap- It's right around the corner. It's going to happen quickly. So don't delay. 
get the holiday check prep list. Holiday prep checklist. There we go. Those are the words. And uh, join us in the Facebook group for additional support. And I want to say thank you for being here. And uh, get get to know yourself soothing practices. You got this. And thanks for being here. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step-parents, and grandparents, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.